Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of Pop 5. I am your host, Steve Roselli, alongside the host of Top 5 Podcast, Taylor Mitris. How's it going, everybody? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Well, aside from sounding like uh, uh, John Constantine, I'm doing all right. Yeah, did you uh, make a deal with the devil yet to rip out Black Lung? Oh my God, I wish. I would happily if they were like, if I could sell my soul for just not having to take so much cold medicine. Oh, That'd be fantastic. God. So, we're going to do a follow-up for our first story to uh, Black Panther. You and I both saw it. Yes. On the uh, Thursday night premiere. Yes, big premiere. It was good. At the Elmwood Theater. At the, <laughs> yes, the Elmwood Theater in Buffalo. We got the uh, the full effect there. It was surprisingly quiet. Like, I was a little upset by how quiet it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was I, too. I heard one, oh, you get him, girl. I heard, oh, no, he didn't. Oh, my God. I heard that. I almost burst out laughing. It was, it was so, that is... One of the major reasons I go is because I'm like, someone's going to be hilarious in that theater, and they're going to be loud. Can I tell a quick story real quick? Tell me the story. So um, when uh, Straight Outta Compton came out, I, <laughs> went, I went with my uh, my buddy Chris, and him and I were the only two uh, white guys in the theater, and <laughs> it was great, let me tell you. Someone dropped a 40 in the middle of the movie. Did it break? <laughs> yeah, it broke. Oh, I heard man. the glass shatter and everything. I'm thinking a 40 in a little purse, probably. Ah, yeah, but dude, you're not going to get that flicker back. No, you're not. That's What are you going to do, run out to the lobby like real quick? Hey, do you guys by any chance yeah. have a smooth Colt 45? Mm. That's my 40 of choice. I do like Colt 45. If I am tempted into playing Edward 40 Hands, it's a smooth oh. Colt 45. Oh, God. So Never anyway, happens. um, I, I think we both liked the movie. Yes. Like, extremely... I, I loved lot. it. I loved it. I was moved to all the feels. Uh, I did not find really one negative in the movie at all. Yeah, I, I was very surprised by... I was afraid that Wakanda would not be a cool place to be. Oh. Like, I was worried they would phone it in a little. And they created a world within the Marvel world that is better than the rest of the Marvel world. Yes. Like, I want to live in Wakanda so bad. I'll be the Tolkien white guy. I'll be Bilbo Baggins. I don't care. They had, they had um, Martin Freeman in there. Yeah, Martin Freeman gets to work with uh, Andy Serkis, who uh, played Gollum. So we've got some Tolkien white guys. Ah, uh, uh, I see uh, what you did there. I took that off Facebook. Oh, did you? I'm sure I did. Yeah, whatever. But um, how much of the movie would you like to spoil for... Uh, oh, 100%. Spoilers. You... Spoilers. Right. Spoilers. So... I liked in the beginning of the movie with the animation of how, like, the meteorite of the vibranium hit. Oh, so cool. It's just telling me a story, Papa. And I'm like, oh, what a, oh, what a wonderful way to tell that, that intro. And everything's, like, built out of sand that rises mm-hmm. and creates characters and, and shapes. It was awesome. Then you find out how, like, the vibranium, like, made, like, these plants... Like yeah, had like special abilities. If you ate it, you get the Black Panther. Oh yeah, you like get, ability. You get to like spirit trip into the Black Panther world and see your your ancestors. I want to say it was five tribes fighting over the vibranium. Yeah, I think it was five four stay with the Panther and one of the ape guys who live up in the mountains. Yes, those or, guys were oh, <laughs> those guys were awesome. <laughs> and then um, you know, we get the flashback to 1992 of T'Chaka's. Black Panther, that is T'Challa, I can't even say it, T'Challa's father. Yeah. Yes. And then you find out that he's investigating his brother, Najobu. Yep, Najobu. Sure. God, (laughs) these names are hard. It was very hard. It was difficult. It was difficult in the movie to remember a lot of names. 
But I have the same problem if their names were all Sam and Bill. I'd be like, that guy, the blonde one. Exactly. What's his name? But you find out that the brother was working with Ulysses Claw, who was um, Andy Serkis's character, to get the vibranium out of Wakanda. Right, right. And he was hanging out in Oakland while doing it. Oh, uh, yes. In hey. 1992, the year of the Rodney King riot, if I remember correctly. Oh, you are correct, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, so then we go flash forward to uh, T'Challa as the Black Panther. He's fighting some... Warlords outside the borders. He sees his ex girlfriend. Yes. Yep. And then we go back to Wakanda and we get the um, the ceremony of becoming the king of Wakanda. Can I can I tell you something about that? He has that fight where he runs into his girlfriend in the beginning. Yeah. It's in the trailer, and in the trailer, you know, you can tell he's getting ready to jump out of an airplane into an awesome mission, and they and his uh, bodyguard goes, "Don't freeze." He goes, "I never freeze." And that's in the trailer. And I'm like, right, because he's gonna get into a big fight. The reason he would phrase is because he was going to see a girl he likes. Yeah. And that was so sweet and adorable. It was. A superhero who's also a king is going to have problems because he's going to see a girl he likes. Mm -hmm. And then, um, how cool was that ceremony fight? That was the coolest thing. Like, they take the ability of the Black Panther away from him. That, I didn't understand that until the second time they have to do it with Michael B. Jordan later. But that was so cool. And what a great world building. Like, okay, here's the ceremony of the king, but it can be interrupted. And I'm like, God, it can be interrupted. And I was like writing that shit down. I'm like, that's going to happen again later. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, he fights the uh, he fights the monkey king. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah you, you, I got his name somewhere who? here. Uh, actually, I do not have that I name. I can't remember. He was a great oh, character, though. No, it's... um. Uh, Mubaku. Baku, yeah. Yeah, Mubaku. Mubaku, yeah. Yeah. Of the uh, Jabari tribe. That's the yeah. mountain tribe. Yeah, they're the they're the yeah, and they the ape guys. They kind of worship the the spirit animal of the ape as opposed to the panther. Which makes sense. They're like hiding in the mountains. Yeah. And also they're all huge. Oh, can we talk about how cool like their like jet plane was where the where his bodyguards like sitting Indian style flying oh, the yeah. plane? And she's like just moving her hands a little, and, and all these African symbols are around it. And it reminded me of uh, Tony Stark when he sticks his head in the helmet. Yes. He sees all the information and all the stats and, you know, incoming calls in his helmet, but a hundred times Dude, better. I would say Wakanda is a hundred times more technology advanced than Stark Industries. At oh, this absolutely. Point. You have to say it. Oh, absolutely. It, because they've been, they were Stark Industries in like, a hundred years ago. Yeah. They, they've been super advanced. And uh, T'Challa's sister, uh, Sh- uh, Sherry? 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 Siri. Siri? Sherry. 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 Uh, it's got to be the smartest person in the MCU at this Kevin point. Kevin Feige said for sure she is. Yes. At and, 16. Oh, well, how about she was, like, talking to him? He's like, what are those? What, what are those? Those? Sandals. And he had sandals. Oh, man. It was... I was like, what? What is he at? Oh, sandals. And he's like, why are you wearing dirty sandals in my lap? Exactly. And then you see, like, the different um, Black Panther outfits. The Black Panther outfits were all cool. Those were some of the sweetest outfits I've ever seen. I thought the Black Panther as a superhero is a little limited. I mean, bulletproof, yeah, of course. Uh, cat-like reflexes make sense. And claws is still a little limited. So now he's got that power thing, like where he, he takes in energy. Oh, the kinetic energy. The he kinetic bu- he energy. builds it up and then he like uses it against who he's fighting. Yeah, yeah. Then he like releases this big that, bolt of energy. When they were in South Korea during that chase scene, yeah. that was awesome. That was the coolest thing. Um, let's talk about Michael B. Jordan's character. Let's talk about it. Uh, Eric the Killmonger. Uh, I was in love with him. So was I. I he's, he 
he stole that fucking movie. He did. He did. He was probably the one of the most rememberable villains in the MCU at this point. Oh, absolutely. And I think the MCU has a problem with villains. They do. They they kill off they, a good chunk they, of them, except for yeah. Loki. Except for Loki, and not it can't always be Loki. Yeah, it and can't always be. They try to make it Loki a lot. Well, they in the first two phases, yeah. you had a lot of Loki. A lot of Loki, and it can't always be Loki. No. Um. But and I think they created a great, great villain because he's a sympathetic character. He is um, his cousin. He's he's a mirror of T'Challa. Yeah, and that's a good villain that makes me go, man, T'Challa. If he had not been born as the prince of Wakanda, he could have been this guy. And he's um, he does the Victor Zaz thing where he, oh, he, he like he carves marks himself. He, marks yeah, himself. Like he, he carves like a little. Scar into him. I thought that was cool. Like when you see him, like when he's gonna fight the child to become king. Yeah. When he gets back into Wakanda, is he kills Ulysses Claw? Yeah. He uses him pretty much. Yeah. So he can get back into Wakanda and say, "Hey, this is who I am. I'm the long lost cousin or nephew of um T'Chaka." Yeah, and and that was and he's a right to challenge the throne. Oh, he does. He's a king. Yes, and um that was awesome. And then. He beats T'Challa, falls off into a waterfall. We don't know what happens to we him. We don't know what happens to him. And I mean, we assume he's not dead. It's well, yeah. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes trick, throw him over a waterfall. Yeah, and he ends up in the Mountain Tribes. Right, right. And they, to get through it, they pretty much take back kind of from Killmonger. That's right. And in an epic battle of bald Grace Jones-looking ladies and uh, fucking rhinos. Oh, that rhino was awesome. I was just, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, we should have big killer rhinos we can ride. Why didn't we? Why don't we always have that? And then, pretty much at the end of the movie, he sets up the very first Wakanda embassy in Oakland, mm-hmm. where it all started with his father, his uncle, and everything. Right, which is kind of what Michael B. Jordan would want, like what his care, what Killmonger, his aim was to to use Wakanda to make. The, the African peoples of the world better. Yeah. But he was trying to use it with guns. Yeah, because they're they're hiding, like, Wakanda's hiding behind, like, this fake force field. Yeah, it's like this this dome yeah. that hides them in the mountains. And he's like, we're going to get all the weapons out and arm our brothers yeah. and sisters and make their lives better. Yeah, which is just going to lead to worldwide violence. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to touch on the uh, post credit scenes before we rate it? Uh, yeah, uh, first post credit scene was a little bland, but also kind of cute. Oh, the UN one, right? Yeah, yeah. So so T'Challa goes to the UN, which is kind of a big deal, because isn't that where his father died? That was the other UN conference. Yeah, that was in, like, in, um, Brussels in, uh, or something. Yeah, in, in Civil War. And he goes back and he's like, all right, Wakanda's not going to hide anymore. We're going to help you out. And some arch-chancellor from Germany is like, how is Wakanda going to help us? And everyone in the theater is like, oh, fuck you, man. You're yeah, exactly. Go. By the way, go. you want to know something about that scene? That was the original ending to the movie. Really? Yes. That would work. It w- nah, it would work okay. It would work okay, but I guess they just like, let's just do this as a post credit scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one, you see um, Bucky Barnes. Yep. He's no longer under Hydra mind control. Mm-hmm. He's talking to T'Chaka's sister, yep. T'Challa's sister. Another broken white boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, we, should, we want to touch on that real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's touch on it. Um, Everett Ross, um, Martin Freeman's character, gets severely injured in South Korea. They bring him back to Wakanda, and his sister's like, great, another white boy I need to fix. Yeah. And we, everyone in the theater knew who they were talking about. I did You didn't? I didn't. I oh, didn't come catch on. It. I didn't catch it. Ah. I was like, what? 
I was like, that's going to be a thing later. And it didn't show up in the movie. And I was like, all right, whatever. I guess and then it shows up in the... Credits, I'm like, oh, fucking... It's, it's winter, so I'm an idiot. So, um, Taylor, what would you give it out of five stars? As as a Marvel movie or as a movie? <sighs> as a movie? As a movie. As a movie, like four. As a Marvel movie, a hundred. Oh, damn. I, it's, it's possibly my favorite Marvel movie. I think I'd probably give it at least a four and a half. Yeah. I, like I said, I couldn't find anything really wrong with it. I heard one thing that I wish I had, and, and now it's in my brain. Fucking Mark Bernardin, of all people. Oh, I didn't, I didn't listen to what he had to he, say. He had a, he loved it, cried over it, loved everything. His only complaint was the main character, Black Panther, is upstaged by every other character. And and that's true, because his, his main motivation, his main characteristic is, I'm noble. I'm regal, I do things the right way, I don't want to change. And he doesn't actually change at all yeah. until that end credit scene of, okay, I guess we can do other stuff. Yeah, it's true. He kind of was upstaged by his sister, by the his like bodyguard group. By the Gorilla King, yeah. by Michael B. Jordan, by the guy with the disc in his lip. Oh my god, that, that, was, that guy, that guy, was, was that like real? I, was that CGI? I assume it was CGI, but I'm like, if that guy has to talk... I'm going to freak out. And he, he does. He's a big lad. He goes, what is your name? And I'm like, ah. I can't believe he talked, right? Uh, yeah. So that's Black Panther. We both enjoy it. We're both looking forward to uh, the Infinity War movie. Very much. I so, heard uh, they have to, they're going to have to back up another truck of money to Ryan Coogler's house because he is not officially contracted to do Black Panther 2. Oh, uh, are you serious? I am dead serious. He I, is not con- contractually out I would back up a couple of, Dump trucks of money. Okay, I'll throw some of my money in there. Yeah, because he did such a great job with this movie. I know, and it's it's upsetting because I've seen a lot of good movies in the last few months, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm mad that one of the best movies I've seen is another superhero movie. Yeah. And I know that's our genre as huge dorks, but it's like, ah. Oh, but it was, oh, it was oh, very good. So good. All right, Taylor, let's move on to uh, number two on our list. Number two, we have a. Do we go backwards or forwards? It's number two. Do we go one, two, three, four, five, or do we go five, four, three, two, one? Yeah, uh, we'll do whatever we want. I'm going to say two. All right, let's All do right. two. Our second story, uh, we have a follow-up. Another follow-up. We have a follow-up. This is our, our last follow-up. The rest will all be fresh as shit. I have some fresh-ass takes. Batgirl the movie. Oh, God. What does Lindsay Lohan do now? We talked about Lindsay Lohan, and it looks like she might not even get any chance to be Batgirl because Joss Whedon has officially dropped out. Ah, uh, I know, I know. And what is crazy, he, he has he has a, a a long thing where he says, his excuse is, I didn't have a story. He's like, ever working with everyone at DC was great, working for with everyone at Warner Bros. was great. I didn't, I couldn't pull a story out, which is insane considering he's one of the best screenwriters in the business. He's used to writing strong female leads. Yeah. He's a comic book dork. He has... 70 years of comic book stories to draw from. He couldn't find a story? I call bullshit. I call bullshit, too. Like, I call bullshit. So, do you think this has anything to do with uh, the Justice League reshoots? I thought, because him taking Batgirl was announced after he was already in the mix for, for reshoots, mm-hmm. I thought that was their way of paying him for fixing their shit-ass movie. Yeah. So, now that he's not getting that... There was no Batgirl on the slate. If you look back at the the big 
this year we're doing Aquaman, this year we're doing whatever, this year we're doing The Flash. There was never a Batgirl. There was never a mention of a Batgirl. That's Batgirl's true, yeah. never been established. We know we have a dead Robin. That's all we know in the DC Universe. So the idea that they that Joss went in there without even a story and convinced people... Come on, that's yeah. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. So I think either it's just a studio control thing or... I, I don't know. I don't know. Because I thought of three good stories this morning when I was thinking about it. I'm like, shit, I can make that movie? You could do... Depending on what inspiration they take from the DC history of right. her, you could do like the new 52 where she heals herself after um, the Killing Joke storyline. Yep. You could do that. You could do that. You could start after Killing Joke uh, and just have flashbacks to it. I, I don't know what other stories... I would I would do... This is... This is cause She's not been established. You could do an origin story. We know Batman... I know. I know that's bad. But we know Batman had a partner named Robin who's dead now. We could do a Batgirl who sees Batman up on the big screen with the Justice League and Mm -hmm. wants a piece of that. So she becomes Batgirl on her own. Homemade gadgets, homemade weapons, like in New 52. Yeah. With the purple suit, which I fucking love. I know, Steve. I know. I know. I know the thrift store Batgirl, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking about the, that. I was thinking about the nineteen sixty Batgirl in right. the purple suit. <sighs> nice gams on that Batgirl. Mm. You got it. I'll be doing my makeup over here. Yes, that that Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Um, so so she could draw the attention of Batman. Batman could be like, "Hey, cut that out! I'm Batman and I'm angry." And then eventually can get them into a mentor mentee relationship. Yeah, which would soften the Batman of the DC universe, who is an insufferable prick. Yeah, uh, it would add a cool new member to the Justice League. Oh, uh, let me ask you something real quick. Sure. Is she a member of the Justice League in the comics at no, all, so. or is she no, is she part of Teen so. Titans at all? Not Teen Titans. Robin was in Teen Titans. Uh, she's not. She's in Birds of Prey. I know she's in Birds of Prey, but she's yeah, not like... No, just Bat Family as far as I okay. know. Okay. I was just yeah, curious. Bat Family and Birds of Prey. Because I don't see the need to actually add her to the Justice League team. I think she would be a great way to expand the Marvel... Or DC... See? I wish it was Marvel. Yeah. The DC Universe away from the Justice League. Yeah. So because it sucks. I was reading that they want to establish like the main... Um, like characters of the yeah. Justice League, you know, we already got Superman, we already got Wonder Woman, yep. we got, we got Batman. We only like one of those. Uh, I do like the Flash. Oh, that's right, the Flash was fun. Um, Ezra Miller's Flash. I don't want to take this away from Batgirl, but Cyborg, I could do with. Out. He's a Teen Titan. I would love to watch a Teen Titan. This movie. I would watch that too, but I don't want. To, seriously, who wants to see a Cyborg movie, a standalone Cyborg oh, movie? Not at all. Because I do not, not think. Even a little. His character is a big enough character compared to the other ones I mentioned to have his own movie. They'd have to... I, I could see him like in a team-up movie. Team-up movie, absolutely. But I just can't see him in his own. Yeah, and I don't know if they're pushing for like a Black Panther thing where they're like, we're giving the black guys a movie. I'm like, DC has plenty of good black guys to pick a different one. Exactly, but uh, I John do, jo- I do like... John Jones. Oh yeah, John Jones is black you could do, um You could do John Jones Mark or you Marshall could do um, John Stewart. That's what I meant to say, John Stewart, um, the Green, the Green Lantern. Lantern. You could do him. I would be mad if I didn't get John Stewart as the Green Lantern. Yeah, but uh, I would like to see a Batgirl movie somewhere down the road. I'd love to. I did see Zack Snyder like a post that showed Josh Whedon being let go of Batgirl or him stepping down. Mm. So I don't want Zack Snyder anywhere near my Batgirl. No, I, I don't think he, he wants. I don't think he wants to do that. Oh. but I think he likes the. I think he liked that he got let go because I think yeah. he thinks 
Whedon might have ruined his movie. I, I think, yeah, I think so. I, I can't imagine there not being contention between them where, you know, Zach has to take care of, like, an enormous family tragedy and someone comes in and does his movie for him. Well, did you hear that he might have been fired no off shit. of Justice League? No and that's shit. why Whedon took over? I could see it. I mean... Unfortunately, Disney has proved that firing some cats and bringing some new ones in kind of works. Yeah. I, we'll see with Solo. Yeah, that'd be another story for weeks later. Han Solo, that guy was always with Chewbacca. But, uh, oh God, you know, I I really do want to see a Batgirl movie, though. I want to see it. I want to see it because it's going to be great. Because yeah. Because it's going to be the things I like about Batman and also the things I like about Wonder Woman. And we're, and we're hoping for Barbara Gordon's Batgirl, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, I don't think they could sell any of the other Batgirls. No, I don't think so either. No, I don't think... Yeah, no. No. I can't even remember their names. Exactly. Neither, neither can I. I know. I'm like the blonde one. And the and for a while, one of the talents was Batgirl. And, uh, yep, that's all I got. I just want Barbara Gordon. That's all we want. That's all we want. That's all we want. So, we're not asking a lot. No, we're DC, we're not asking we're a lot. We're not asking a lot. 70 years, and there's no Batgirl other than Alicia Silverstone in Batman and Robin. We don't speak of that. Oh, we don't talk it's about it's that. It's like um, Crystal Skull. We don't speak of that either. The what? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right, Taylor, we're going to take our first break. We'll be right back with uh, Pop 5. Pop 5. And we're back with episode two of Pop Five. Taylor, we're gonna move on to the uh, Venom movie. Oh, the starring uh, Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy. Without a mask on his face. Oh, Tom Hardy with shit all over his face is that, the best Tom actually, Hardy. Actually, he's gonna have shit all over his he's face. He's gonna have shit on his face again. Oh, uh, the movie's slated for October fifth, two thousand eighteen. That's actually soon. It is soon. Um, I saw the trailer on YouTube when it first came out a couple yeah. weeks ago. When did you see it? I saw parts of it on YouTube, and I was like, oh, I must be missing something. And then I saw it at, uh, I think, Play Before Black Panther. It did Play Before Black Panther. Yeah. And let me tell you something. That trailer showed nothing. I didn't. I have no idea what that was about. Absolutely nothing. You see him in a CAT scan machine mm-hmm. or MRI machine. Yep. You see uh, Michelle Williams. And that's Michelle it. You Williams. do see... He rides a motorcycle. He does ride a motorcycle. You do see the symbiote in, like, a glass containment box. Yeah, Like, kinda. moving around. It's kind of being a little slug. And that's about it. That's all you see in this trailer, and I'm really pissed off. Are you? Is it more that you're underwhelmed, or are you just mad that they're tricking you into watching this piece of shit trailer? <sighs> I think I'm more mad that I watched a piece of shit trailer. It's, it's like that movie... That trailer could be a, a trailer for a spy movie or a cop movie or a movie about getting better from cancer. I have no fucking clue what that movie's about. Uh, they're taking inspiration from um, the Lethal Protector storyline of Venom and the Planet of the Symbiote storyline from Spider-Man. Uh, Lethal Protector, he's in San Francisco. He's more of a hero in San Francisco sure. than he is in New York. And he's just fighting crime. Oh. And then playing the symbiotes, there's a bunch of different symbiotes that show up and wreak havoc in, like, New York City. Is this going to be an origin story, do you know? Here's the thing. I mean, we know nothing from the trailer. Here's the thing. We don't know if it's connected to the MCU, or is it, like, adjacent to it? Sure. What is going, like, 
Because there's like conflicting reports. And it's it's a Sony movie. Yeah. So. Uh, it is rumored that Tom Holland will appear as Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. But that's just a rumor. It's just a rumor. And I'm like, what what are you guys doing? What are you doing? Why are you why are you starting Venom outside of Spider-Man? You need Spider-Man for Venom. He gets the black suit, he comes to the black suit Spider-Man, then any rock gets it. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you all right now, Venom's my favorite character in all Marvel. Really? Yes. Ever since I saw um, animated Spider-Man. Oh, he's cool in the, animated Spider-Man. He is. He's really cool. Hank Azaria um, voices him. And is everything. that right? Yes. Oh. But, like, you're ruining this character again, it seems like. Yeah. Because, um... They already ruined it once. They ruined it in Spider-Man 3. I didn't see Spider-Man 3. Dude, you're lucky. It's a it. fucking joke. Yeah. It, dude, if you did Spider-Man 3 with just him getting the symbiote... And him fighting Sandman, and then you end the movie with him getting rid of it, and Eddie Brock getting it, yeah. and then make a Spider-Man 4, that would have been a better idea. I think it's a problem of villain escalation that we used to see in older superhero movies. Like yes. Like Batman 89, Batman, he fights the Joker. Batman Returns, he fights the Penguin and Catwoman. Batman Forever, he fights Two-Face, the Riddler. And then Batman Robin fights Bane. Bane. Poison and Ivy. And Mr. Freeze. And Mr. Freeze. That's a lot. And it's like, the number of villains doesn't necessarily raise the stake. The danger of the villain mm-hmm. raises the stake. And um, I, and Sam Raimi did not want to have Venom in the movie in the first I place. that was studio push. That was studio push. And I'm pretty sure this is studio push, because they saw how great Logan was. Because this is going to be rated R. Oh, this is? Yes. Yeah, but Logan, like Wolverine as a character, is a much less over-the-top Character like you basically don't need CG for him. Exactly, yeah. Like he's a cowboy samurai. Yeah. Whereas Venom is a monster made out of goop. Exactly, and it's gonna be all his whole. He's gonna look CGI through most of the movie. He's gonna have to. And I'm still gonna see it. Yeah. Uh, my other problem with this movie is Woody Harrelson's in it. It's not because I don't like him. Woody Harrelson's in it. Yeah. How do you know? IMDb. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, he's not in the trailer. That's not what my problem. Is he could be cast as Cleus Cassidy because Carnage is rumored to appear in this movie. He'd be like an old doughy Carnage. Dude, come on. Really? You know who should be Carnage? Please tell me the kid from Gotham and um, Shameless. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cameron Monaghan or whatever. Yeah. Shit, that's better than what I had. Who'd you have? Uh, the guy who played Rorschach. Oh, um, Jackie Earl Jones. Um, yeah, James I, Earl Jones. No, Jackie Earl something. Yeah, because that gets scary. That guy is scary. I think he would, oh, he would have been good too. But uh, yeah. h- him and the camera would have been my two choices. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. And, uh, dude, because you don't know who he's playing because IMBD just says he's yeah. playing a henchman. We don't know who the villain is. The villain might be Venom. This might be a Jekyll and Hyde story. It might be. And I'm just like, oh, God. Good luck to them. They try to do that with the Hulk every few years. Doesn't work. Just connect it to the MC. You know what you can do? You know how you can connect it? At the end of um, the Infinity Gauntlet, one of the post-credit scenes, the symbiote just crash lands to Earth. Sure. There you go. That's all you have to do to connect it. You could be like, you could have Tony Stark coming back and being like, you know, analyze this goop. It's the symbiote. There you go. You got a symbiote. Here we go. Where you'd be like, Parker, this is your pet project. Figure out what this goop is. Yeah, because I don't see why you wouldn't want to connect it. Because if you look how good Spider-Man Homecoming did. Oh, yeah. 
like, so good. With the money they probably bought, brought back to Sony, why yeah. wouldn't you want everything connected? Why wouldn't you? Why would you bother to do it by yourself? What a pain in the ass. Like, just throw some money at Kevin Feige and be like, get the right people, get it done. Exactly. And they fucking will. I'll play with those toys. All right, I'm done with that. Right. I'm, at. I'm done. <sighs> Taylor, <laughs> what's the next topic you want to move to? Um, I have uh, I have a little bit of a somber note here. Um, so on so uh, on what Monday morning the twenty sixth yeah twenty sixth Monday morning uh, legend and hero Kevin Smith had a massive heart attack uh, and because I got this from clickbait I'm gonna say it up front he's fine he's okay yeah he's okay he's okay he tweeted out he didn't die he tweeted he instahammed he's alive. But um, just just a, a shock to me, uh, our, our podcast hero, Kevin Smith, uh, nerd king himself, uh, <laughs> could be the next one to go. We were all looking at Stan Lee like, oh, boy, he's getting on years. I hope he's okay and yeah. out of nowhere. Kevin Smith's almost croaking. Yeah. Um, but he had a, a massive heart attack uh, in what is called the, the Widowmaker. It's an artery, and I guess they had to put a stick in his crotch to get it unclogged, but complete blockage. He probably would have died. He was doing a comedy show uh, Sunday night uh, for recording a new special. And then in between, he was doing two shows. In between two shows, he said he had, and I quote, uh, sweating and uh, uh, heaviness of the chest. And someone talked him into going to the hospital. And he went, and they were like, yeah, you, you were going to die. Like, if you oh hadn't come, my you would be dead. And this is a big thing for Kevin, I know, because his dad died of a heart attack. And uh, he says in his book, uh, which is a little long-winded, but uh, he said his father died screaming. What a nightmare. I didn't know that was a thing that could happen with heart attacks. Yeah, neither did I. I Um, Oh, God. But Kevin put out a lengthy uh, Instagram post in which he details, like, his feelings when he was pretty sure he was going to die about, and it was weird contentment. He was like, ah, I got to do a lot of cool stuff. I had a wonderful family. I got to, you know, make, I I had a life. I had great friends. I got to meet all my heroes. I got to play with all my toys. And he's like, and I was kind of okay with going. And for me, I was super fucking pissed. Uh, When I first saw this news, I was, you know, I was shocked and saddened. And because, you know, he he inspired you and I to start doing like podcasts. Oh, he's the Especially reason I you. have a podcast. Yeah. He's the reason because uh, on a on a show he said someone was like, I want to do something creative, what do I do? And he goes, Start a podcast, it's cheap. Microphones are about fifty bucks. He goes, I challenge you within a year to start a podcast. And within three years I started a podcast. Yeah. Um, so that was a big deal. I was like, Oh shit, it's a father figure. Oh no. And especially dorks like us going all the way back to Clerks. Oh, yeah, Clerks. I mean, if I had a nickel for every person who's been inspired by Clerks to um, to make a movie, I mean, the story of him making a movie on $6,000 of credit card debt is legendary. I mean, I know every young person with a camera uh, inspired by that. Yeah, I, I know I was. We, we, uh, we made a couple movies when I was, like, younger. It's good. It is good. Uh, was that the first Kevin Smith movie you saw? No, I think the, f- no, I think the first one I saw was Mallrats, and then my buddy was like, "Oh, you like that? You got to see this." I'm like, "Do I?" It's in black and white, and I'm like, "Oh shit, this is my jam." I want to say I saw Dogma first. 
Dogma was on Comedy Central all the time. Yeah, I think that's the first one I ever saw. Yeah, that was on all the time. Great movie. And Underrated. I, and then I think I saw like James Highland Bob Strikes Back. Classic. And then I watched, you know, Clerks, Mall Rats, and Chasing Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Like his like good movies. The best movies. The best Be- movies. Before people turned into a walrus. Yeah, or uh, Jersey. Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. Yeah. Did he do Red State? He did do Red State. Yeah. Red State was just a confusing movie for me. But uh, he, he does have the, uh, if I can get the money, I'll do the movie. He's like, if I can scrounge up enough money, I'll do a weird movie. Who cares? He hasn't done a movie lately, I don't A Yoga Hosers came out a couple years ago. Oh, okay. And that was weird. Well, I know he's been doing um, directing on the CW uh, DC shows. He's done a few episodes of The Flash. Yep. He does a l- I think he's done like... He does a few of Supergirl. A few of Supergirl. I know I he's just shot one for Supergirl. Yeah, uh, I must say he's done at least three or four. Yeah, and he does the Goldbergs, too. Oh, I didn't know he did the Goldbergs. Yeah, yeah, he's been doing a lot of episodes of Goldbergs. They brought him on. There was an episode where they went and saw Batman 89. Oh, really? Yeah, and, oh, I and know he that. did that episode. That's pretty cool. A couple other ones, which, like, it seemed like a new career point for him to do TV directing, which I don't know if that's good or bad for a career standpoint. I have no clue, but gets you out of the house, gets you paid. Well, I know he's had a couple meetings at Netflix because he wanted to do a, a sequel to Mallrats. Yep, and then it was going to be a TV show of Mallrats. Yeah, and then that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Now they're going to do, a, hopefully, maybe down the road, um, I think it's called Jane Silent Bob Reboot or something. Yep, Jane Silent Bob Reboot, which is a reboot, but it's not a reboot, but it's not a sequel, and it kind of makes fun of reboots. Yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to it. I was looking forward I to it. I think it'll be good. But yeah, a lot of uh, outpouring on Twitter. For Kevin, lots of people saying nice things, including Chris Pratt, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Chris Pat- Pratt said some very heartfelt things, which I'm not going to read, but I was like, that's that's very cute. It's very cute. He's a, Apparently, he's a man of God. He's a man of religion. Who, Chris Pratt is? Chris Pratt. Oh, I yeah, I didn't think. I don't know. I knew he was real polite in real life. Elijah Wood said some stuff. I, I, I was going through them all, just trying to find people I'd recognize. I'm like, oh, Tom Arnold, you know, it's this, it's that. I'm like, oh, that's a person, you know, Elijah Wood. And then I'm like, Jack Osborne? Like, Ozzy son? Yeah, I saw that too. I was like, ah, ah weird. Weird. So our um, hearts and prayers go out to Kevin Smith and his family. Yeah, thoughts and prayers button. Press that button. <sighs> Man. <clears throat> I think it'll be okay. You know, it's weird because he actually lost a whole bunch of weight. He lost like 100 pounds. Yeah, he, he looks good, and yeah. he quit sugar and everything and that had a fucking heart attack. So, I don't know. We'll see what he what he pulls off now. Yeah. I think Hollywood Babylon podcast might be delayed next week. Oh, that's going to be delayed. You definitely have to think um, Batman, no, Fat Man on Batman is going to oh, be delayed for yeah, a while. Absolutely. And um, he's actually supposed to host a um, an Oscars viewing show for IMDb. Oh, really? Yeah, this week. He does a, he does a lot for IMDb. He does like um, the Comic Con. Con. He does the IMD boat. He does um, Sundance for yep. IMDb. Yep. Yeah. I guess they just like him. Yeah. But yeah, they, they were saying he's like, they're like, you have to wear a tux. And he goes, no. Do I have to wear an entire tux? And they're like, you got to wear a tux on camera. He goes, am I sitting at a desk? And they're like, yeah. He goes, okay, so I'll wear the top of a tux and then just some shorts. And they were like, all right, Kevin. Dude, all right. I don't blame the guy he for not wanting to dress up. He's a fat guy. He doesn't want to dress up. Dude, I walk around in track pants half the fucking time. Yeah, man. No, I feel it. I feel it. So, fuck. I'd probably go. I'm going to the Oscars. I'd probably put on it. I probably would put. On. Well, I'm not putting on tux. No, no, you'll it. just wear an all black uh, Adidas track suit, and then the stripes 
instead of being like white or red, they'll be like a matte black. Oh god. Yeah. No, I would I would wear like a I wouldn't wear like a bow tie or anything. I wear like a nice tie and shirt. Yeah. But I, I want to be somewhat comfortable That's for true. sitting for three and a half hours. You should just wear a tux and then slowly take it off as the night goes on. <laughs> like re- you're without your jacket, you're reveal, without a tie. To reveal a tracksuit underneath. To reveal a tracksuit underneath. Uh, you're just lounging, God, smoking God. a cigar. <laughs> Fucking slob. Your turtleneck and chain showing. Hey, uh, the Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, we're going to take our uh, second break. Yep. I'll be right back with Pop 5. And we're back with our final topic of Pop 5 this evening. Taylor, are you ready to get swifty? Oh, are we getting swifty? Oh, we're getting swifty better have brought here. the Szechuan sauce. Oh, God, we're talking some Rick and Morty. Oh, so, um. Bitch. Season three ended October first of twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Has not been renewed, picked up. We haven't heard anything whatsoever. Yeah, I haven't heard any news. I listened to the Harmontown podcast. He hasn't said shit about it. I, either a they're being really secretive that it got picked up, mm-hmm. or they just don't know what to do yet. It's tough because the last time it took them what a year and a half two yeah, years to do a um, season. Season one ran from um, December second two thousand. 13th to April 14th, 2014. It was that long ago? Yeah, then season two was July 26th, 15 to uh, October 4th, 15. And then we didn't get another thing until April 1st of 2017. (sighs) Being so stingy about it. I I don't want to rush what is probably the best show on TV as far as animated dirty cartoons. I would say it's Probably in the top five. Gotta be. But I don't... There's gotta be something wrong because there's no way... Just based on merchandise. Yeah. Cartoon Network's not making... Is that, it's not Cartoon It's not Cartoon Network. Yeah, isn't making money hand over fist. I mean, this is a show that is arguably better and quite possibly... At this point, more popular than Family Guy. Oh, yeah. Well, Family Guy's... That should be done, in my opinion. I thought it was. <laughs> I saw it on Hulu. I was like... The fuck? It's been canceled like three times or whatever, mm-hmm. but it just keeps coming back. Uh, full disclosure, I have I did not start watching Rick and Morty until the season three premiere, the Rick Shank Redemption. So I don't want to say I'm like an expert. I don't want to say like I'm an expert on Rick and Morty because I just recently started watching it. That's all right. It's better late than never. Do you want to talk about that premiere? Oh, can we? Yeah. It's so good. Because <laughs> I finally caught up with season one and season two, yeah. so I know the whole... Yeah. Backstory with Bird Person getting killed. and So it had been like a year, I think, since the last season ended. Yeah. And on April Fool's Day, Cartoon Network just started playing the Rick and Morty new episode of the new season over and over and over on loop. But if you look at the channels, it just showed whatever the regular programming was. And then even they even live-streamed it on AdultSwim.com. <laughs> and... All over the internet, there was like, red alert, this is not a drill, Rick and Morty is out, this is not a prank, this is not an April Fool's, it's happening, and I'm like, bull shit. But, just in case, I'll just turn on this, oh my god, it's real. Yeah. Dude, it was, like, it's it started hilarious. off with, like, inside Rick's head with the, uh, the government agent bug guy. Who was played by Nathan Fillion yes. of Firefly. That, <laughs> he also voiced, um, 
Um, when you know when Rick takes over the bug guy's mind, yes, it's actually Nathan Fillion talking. Oh, it's like a Rick. How weird. how Rick sounds because he does like a burp and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Nathan Fillion. That's adorable, dude. And I, dude, I loved um, Seal Team Rick. Yeah, Seal, Seal Team, Team Rick. Seal, We're the, getting Seal Team Rick. That was the coolest fucking thing ever. It it was just, <laughs> I was like, this is such a weird pun, and Rick is. Just swapping from body to body, trying to get a Rick body and yeah. get out. He was yeah. trying to collapse the government without a level nine access. Yeah, and he, he did it by changing the value of their dollar to zero, <laughs> which also liberated Earth from the aliens who, for some reason, were employing Jerry. Uh, Hungry for apples? No, Jerry. God damn it, Jerry. I fucking love Jerry. Watch TV. Oh, God. Oh, Every time I watch Rick and Morty, I'm like, I'm like a Rick. But I'm not. I'm a Jerry. And that hurts. And everyone who likes Rick and Morty, bunch of Jerry's. Everyone's like, hey, I'm too smart for this shit. Nah, you're a Jerry. Yeah. I don't know which one. I'm a Monica. You're a Chandler. I'm a... I couldn't remember any of the Sex and the City girls. Cassandra? I don't... We do her dudes. We don't watch Sex and the City, so... I'm a Miranda. Oh, wait. What's the one from BoJack? Where he, they're like, you're either A, this, or... Oh, you're either Zoe or whatever Zoe Deschanel's sister's name Emily? is. Emily? Emily, you're the Zoe or you're, no? Yeah, okay, so you're that. There we go. Um, so, um, according to one of the writers, Ryan Ridley, who's been there since like the early days mm-hmm. of Rick and Morty, he said, they really take their time. I never understood why everybody, all the parties, Dan Harmon, Justin Rowland, and Adult Swim don't get their shit together and make the show fast. Oh, yeah. No, I know. And, like, there's almost no excuse for it. I mean, Harmon worked in the studio system for fucking CBS. He knows how to get shit done quickly. Yeah. He just doesn't because he's a fat douchebag. I can say that because he'd say it about himself. <laughs> but, like, I just don't get it. Like, I would... I think you owe it to your fans to at least yeah. tell them, right? To get on that shit. What else are you doing? Nothing. I don't nothing. think they're on nothing right now. Nothing, nothing I know of. But... Ah, just, it's aggravating. I hate when shows did that. Like, um, when season three of uh, Better Call Saul ended, mm-hmm. I had to wait like two or three months until I found out I was picked up. Yeah, and it's it's rough. And I I don't understand why they wouldn't just assume it's picked up every season. Good the money. The money, the merchandise sales, like you said, the, the viewership's got to be outrageous. I didn't watch Adult Swim at all between, you know... Being in high school and when Rick and Morty came out. Like, I did not watch any of those shows. Now that Rick and Morty's out, I watch all those shows. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's just La- so good. Last man. time I watched Adult Swim, 12 Ounce Mouse was on it, which was not funny because I was not high. I don't. Aqua Teen, also not funny because I wasn't high. I never watched Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Venture Brothers was good. I never watched that either. But Jesus God, Stephen. You've got homework. All right. I watched, Sam, I watched Samurai Jack. Does that count? Oh, that's a great... I didn't watch it when it came back. I didn't watch the new one. It was okay. It's okay. They finally wrapped it up. And, Did they? Yeah. Yeah, I think just a wrap-up for that show is fine. I was really into it when it was on. It yeah, was so was I. It was cool. It was a cool concept. Yeah, I like that. I like the art. But, Taylor, we need we need some more Pickle Rick or Tiny Rick. Pickle Rick! Or Evil Morty. I, I, am, I am on pins and needles waiting to find out what's going on with Evil Morty. I thought Evil Morty was in the Citadel when the Morty ran for president and won president of the Citadel. I was thinking that was Evil Morty. It was Evil Morty. Was that Evil Morty? Because they played the Evil Morty theme song. Oh. 
I can't. I don't. Can't sing just, it. But they play. They play that song. Oh shit! Oh shit! That was probably one of my favorite episodes from the the last season. That was good. I liked um, when they did the the memories that he had to extract from Morty. Oh like, yeah, we're doing this instead of interdimensional cable. <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah. Would you like better though, interdimensional cable or the Morty's mind blowers? <sighs> the Morty's mind blowers. I think some of them were like written and they were well written, like the squirrels. Like he can hear squirrels. Oh yeah. Does he hear us? He just heard us. Hey, little boy, what are you up to? What's going on? He just starts running away, and they're like, what the fuck, Maury? Now we have to leave this dimension. <laughs> we can only do this like three times. <laughs> Don't fuck with squirrels. And then um, I liked the Pickle Rick episode. That was probably my favorite with oh, Jaguar. Yeah. That was so violent. That was, yeah, that was super so violent. violent. <laughs> that was so violent. He's like skewering rats, and I'm like, I know they're rats, but shit. There's that part where he fights the big rat at the end of the big rat fight, and he's like, I didn't even give you a name, like Stripe or Goliath, yeah. I don't care about you. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Rick? <laughs> shit. I, I all your brothers and sisters. I'm like, oh, shit. fuck is wrong with that dude? And you have to remember that he is not a good man. No, he's really not a good man. And, and it's as fun as it is to be like, I'm a Rick. It's like, no, no. you don't want to be a Rick. Rick no, you're like, the, you're like the, he's like the Rickest Rick. Oh, he is definitely the Rickest Rick. So he because he can look at other Ricks and say "fuck you" too. What about the artist formerly known as Rick? Ooh, Rudy Rick. He's he's dead. I like uh, what's the dumb Rick? Who eats his own poop? Yeah, Doofus oh, Rick. Doofus Rick. Like, he hangs out with Jerry. He's like, <laughs> Jerry's like, oh, this is fun. They're like doing a puzzle. He's fuck? like, I have my Rick, and he hugs he hugs Doofus Rick. <laughs> <laughs> oh god Jerry just wants to feel superior to something for once yes yes he does just like the rest of you Rick and Morty watchers yeah cause you're all Jerry's I'm probably a Jerry like I said I just recently started watching it so yeah. we're all Jerry's yeah. no one's a Rick and you don't want to be no dude's a bastard yeah he kinda is yeah. so uh come on guys get this shit together yeah, I wanna see uh season 4 at least, at least by the end of the year at least by the end of the year and there's no reason not to that's what gets me no reason not to. I guarantee you we won't see it for like two years. Yeah. They're not they're not making Marvel mo- well, actually I think Harmon was a uh consultant on uh Doctor Strange. Oh shit, I know that. Yeah. I don't know why. Not near do I. All right, so um we're gonna wrap up pop five this week. Taylor, do you have any announcements or anything for um, uh, top five? Uh next week's episode, uh we're doing top five concerts you've been to with Jason Palky. It's a great episode. It's very nostalgic. If you like your bro hangs, definitely be into that. Uh, we're on iTunes now, both Top 5 and Pop 5, in the same feed for your convenience. So uh, like and subscribe and uh, leave a comment. Like and subscribe. Make sure you give us some five stars because uh, it doesn't even show what the rating is until you get a certain number. So we look like a bunch of Dorcases. Um, we've got to beat out a lot of other things called Top 5. <laughs> How many Top 5 things we're are there? We're the only Top 5 podcast, yeah. but there's like... Gages top five. Oh God! So this is CNN. We got we got our work cut out for us, don't we? We're gonna be fine. And uh, like I said before, we're coming after you, Ira Glass. You're up next. Oh snap! All right, everybody. I'm Steve Roselli. I'm Taylor Matris. Uh, this is uh Pop Five. You guys stay frosty. Mm-hmm.